Well, praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Pastor Sharon Hayes, and I'm so thankful to God to be here with you tonight. I count it a privilege to share God's Word, and um, I just want to thank Him. This is our Thursday night Bible study. It's a little different than what we do in the mornings, uh, which is our uh, creating a prayer culture. This is our Bible study. Since we're not meeting at the church, we still have Bible study. We still get together, and we allow the church to be in our heart. And we just come together online so we can study together. So tonight, we're going to continue to teach and to talk about, to familiarize ourselves, to grow closer to uh, wisdom. Um, it's just so amazing. I thought I knew what I was going to teach tonight. I've been working on it for over a week. And I was so sure that I would just spend today with God, just going over what he already gave me. And uh, midday, God gave me something totally different. So I'm going with what God gave me. And uh, not that he didn't give me the other messages, just for another day in time. So tonight, I'd like to talk to you about getting to know wisdom. Uh, as we've been teaching on this subject now for uh, probably over a week now, um, maybe a week and a half, and I know a lot of the scriptures we are using, you might have heard them before, and that's okay. It's okay. It's wonderful to hear them over and over again because when you hear them, they begin to plant, and the next time you hear it, you water it, and the next time you water it and it began to take root in your heart so that's what we definitely want to happen tonight i'll be coming from the book of proverbs the eighth chapter i love this chapter this chapter brings me to tears because it i feel like when i read this chapter that god was speaking to me a part of his personality was speaking to me because we have to understand wisdom is a characteristic of God. It is a part of me. You know, there are so many different parts of God. God doesn't change, but God is so vast that no one will ever know all of God. And so here we're getting to know a little bit more about his characteristic of wisdom. And when you read this chapter, wisdom is introduced to us in a feminine fashion, a female. It speaks of her as she, her. And so um, as we read this chapter, I like for you to keep that in mind. I like for you to understand that here, She's introducing herself. God is showing us another aspect of him, therefore showing us another aspect of ourselves. Because you remember in the book of Genesis, it says we were made in his image. And so if God characterizes, 
realistic as wisdom, then that is something that we also have. But we have to develop these characteristics and we have to allow them to grow in us. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started in this chapter. And remember, I want you to keep in mind what we're doing here. We're getting to know wisdom. Starting at verse 1 in chapter, the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 1. Doeth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places, by the way in the places of the path. She crieth at the gate. At the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the door. Now, I want you to understand here, in verse 1 through 3, we see wisdom talking about herself in the third person. She's not saying I. She's not talking as one-on-one. She's talking about herself in a third person person as though here is a person talking to you about wisdom and she's the one explaining the conversation to you but she asks the question do it not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice in other words she's saying to you wisdom is crying out and her voice can be heard loud and clear Wisdom is not quiet. You must understand. Wisdom is not quiet. When we go through our day-to-day activity, wisdom is standing there crying, not just speaking, but the Bible says she cries out because she wants us to partake of her. In verse 2, she standeth in the top of high. In other words, she put herself so she can be seen and heard. Oh, thank you, Jesus. By the way, in the places of the past. Now, understand, I would think about this when I was a young child. And when we would be out and about, myself and my brothers and sisters, we loved to take shortcuts. And what would happen, sometimes shortcuts, when it's not the street or not the sidewalk, say your shortcut is cutting through somebody's yard. After you do that so many times, it becomes a path. In other words, that means many people are going through, or even if the same people are going through over and over. Wisdom does not hide herself. She herself in a place where a path has been created, where she knows People are coming back and forth. Verse 3, she cries at the gate. She doesn't hide herself. She put herself in the gate. Not only a path, which is a shortcut, but at the gate where she knows a lot of people enter into the city. And they come at the coming in at the door. But here we see in verse 4, she turns and she begins to talk about herself in the first person. It said, unto you, old man, I call. 
In other words, if you have been a fool all your life, if you choose to, you can have an understanding heart now. If you've been simple all your life, you can latch on to wisdom and understand wisdom. Verse 6, here, for I will speak of excellent things. In other words, I'm not going to talk foolishness to you. I'm going to talk about some excellent things with you. And the opening of my lips shall be right things. I'm not going to lead you the wrong way. I'm going to talk to you about things of God. Verse 7, for my mouth shall speak truth. The wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Oh, come on, old girl, wisdom. She says that wickedness is abomination to her lips. Mm -hmm. That means she abhors it. She detests it. It's disgusting to her. The things that she'll speak of will be true. She will not tell lies. She will she will not let anything disgusting come out of her lips. Verse 8. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. Verse 9. They are all plain to him that understand it. The right to them that bind Receive my instruction. Ah, that word receive. It didn't say you had to go take. It didn't say you had to fight for. It didn't say you had to look for. All we have to do is receive instruction from wisdom. She goes on to say in verse 10, and not We've got to desire to receive instructions more than silver. She goes on to say, and knowledge rather than choice gold. I like that. She didn't just say gold, but she said choice gold, meaning the finest of gold. Verse 11, for wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty invention. In other words, I look into what I'm doing. I have prudence about me. I find out. I check it out. I look at and I gain knowledge of witty invention. In other words, something that's trying to trick you. I'll check it out. I'm not going to let you just walk into a trap. Verse 13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I hate. Oh, she's coming in hard on you. She's digging in now. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. So don't be talking about you weak. Don't go around saying how terrible 
song for you. Latch on to wisdom. Hold on to God's wisdom. Turn to wisdom. For wisdom says, I am also understanding, and I do have strength. Verse 15, listen to this. By me, kings reign, and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule, and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. So, wisdom here says I'm drawn to, I love, I want to partake of those who love me. She said, and seek me early. Don't wait until you go get yourself caught out there in a trap. Seek me at the beginning so I can tell you in the beginning which way to go. Verse 18, riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. In other words, riches that are lagging. I'm not talking about money you go out there and waste or you spend and it's gone. The riches that wisdom has to offer us, it's durable. It's going to last through the test of time. Verse 19, my fruit. Now listen to wisdom. Not just me, but my fruit is better than gold. Yay, thy fine gold. And my revenue in other words, your return than choice silver. Come on. Not only do you have what wisdom, the wisdom, but you have the fruit of wisdom, which is better than fine gold and the revenue of choice silver. Verse 20. I lead in the way of righteousness. Right here, we begin to see you got to come at wisdom the right way if you're going to partake of her. She said, I lead in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. You see, time out is out for us to keep going around with no substance. Wisdom says, that if you attach yourself to me, if you love me, you will inherit something. And I will feel their treasures. Verse 22. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, before his work of old. Right here in verse 22. Wisdom goes from telling you and announcing herself, and now she begins to give you her resume with God. Isn't that awesome? Her resume with God. The things she's done with God. The places she's been with God. How long she has been with him. She said, the Lord possessed me. Ooh, in the beginning of his for his works of old. I was set up from everlasting. From
from the beginning of ever the earth was. When there was no death, I was brought forth. When there was no fountain abiding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills were brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the field, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountain of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundation of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him. And I was daily his delight. Rejoice always before him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth. And my delight were with the Son of Man. So here wisdom is letting us know, not only have I been with God through all this, but God has placed in my heart a joy, a delight with the Son of Man. Verse 32. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction. And be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that hears me, watching daily at my gate, waiting at the post of my door. In the beginning, wisdom talked about how she waited. She waited at the gate. She waited at the path. She waited for mankind to come and partake of her. But see, now she's saying, I waited for you. I called out to you. Ooh, I cried out to you. And now I wait for you. I want you to wait at the post of my door. I want you to watch daily at my gate. Because blessed is the man that heareth me. Verse 35, for whosoever findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me, love death. So here, I want to go back to what we talked about this morning as Pastor Lester taught. He taught us a wonderful lesson this morning, and he taught us that we have a choice. We have a choice to keep on going on in life, living it in an ignorant way, not partaking of wisdom, going on 
doing our own thing, waiting on however it come out. That's just what come out. But here wisdom is telling us that we have a choice to make. And whatever choice we make will determine the outcome in our life. He's, wisdom says, for whosoever findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. God knows I don't want to wrong my own soul. I want to be good to my soul. He said, all they that hate me love death. The wisdom said, if you hate me, you must love death. Death will be coming to your door. For for whoever door that hated wisdom. We see in verse 15, she begins to talk about all those things that she has done with God. Her work with the Lord. Being used by the Lord. Don't we know if the Lord used her? Why wouldn't you or I think we don't need her? If she's used by the Lord. And in his creating of this earth, if he used wisdom, why don't we understand that we need wisdom to go on through this life? Mm-hmm. Proverbs 3 and 13 says, joyful is the person who finds wisdom. The one who gains understanding. There are a few things that I recognize today that wisdom brought about. One of them was by his wisdom, speaking of divine wisdom, God wisdom, the foundation of the earth was laid. And even in this chapter, wisdom herself tells us that she was there when it was laid. The second thing By his wisdom, the sun and the moon were placed in perfect rotation. And if you read in the New Testament, the Bible says that it is staying in its place by the work of Jesus Christ. The third thing, by his wisdom, our bodies are knitted together inside our mother's womb. That's the wisdom of God to make a human. You know, I began to understand and appreciate, or I'd say appreciate more than understood, the wisdom of God in making a human body when I studied anatomy and physiology. The way that you can cut yourself. And in a couple of days, it began to mend itself. You know, God made the body like that. The way our brain works. Our brain can outdo a computer any day of the week. You know, the way our body can heal itself. The way we can learn how to turn to God to just our body and our mind. God made us in our mother's womb. 
he began to knit this body together. And he said in place that at certain ages, certain things will begin to happen in this same body that was so tiny and fit in our mama's womb. He is the God who sees the end at the beginning. Even then, in the mother's womb, he knew what our end was going to be. And he knew what he would be able to use us for. He knew our plight in life. He knew if we would serve him, he knew if we needed more time to come to that conclusion that we needed to serve him. You know, so many times people want to rush and they say, oh, I wish Jesus had done that. I hope the Lord come on that. But you know what? God is giving some people more time to get themselves right with him. So don't rush his return. He knows when he needs to come back. He knows the day and time. And he knows that it might be your child needs more time. You know, we don't mind wait when it's my baby who needs a little more time. Everybody else needs to just be quiet and wait. But God knows. He is so wise. He is the all-wise God. The fourth thing, by his wisdom, everything remains in balance on the earth and has done so since creation. Every morning, the sun comes up. At a certain time of the evening, it goes down. Every night, the moon comes out. And in the morning, it hides itself away. Everything remains in balance on this earth, and it has done so since creation. Why? Because God set it up that way. Because God, and he is so wise. And the thing about God, he is so loving and caring that this very same wisdom he shares with us. All we have to do is receive. We don't have to fight for it. We don't have to try to make it happen. We only have to receive the wisdom of God. We just need to sit down for a minute. We just need to sit down for a minute and allow God to do what God does best. And so here we see that the wisdom of God, no man, no woman can take credit for the wisdom of God. It's just that divine wisdom. Wisdom that's given to us. But what we do have to be able to do is to receive his wisdom. How do we receive his wisdom? Well, number one, by knowing we're not all wise. By not thinking too highly of ourselves. By knowing we need God. I've got to understand that in all the things I've tried to do in my life, the good things came from God. The mistakes came from me. I can never find fault in God. I can only find fault in myself. God has always tried to 
lead and guide us in the right direction. But at the same time, he has given us the choice to make. He's never tried to take away our choice. And what's so awesome about God, if we make the wrong choice, all we have to do is say, Father, I made the wrong choice. Will you help me? He will help us. He will help us. There are times that we do have to deal with the consequences. But how many of you know that even in dealing with the consequences, he'll give us the strength to do that. He will not leave us hanging. He will not leave us out there on our own and by ourselves. As long as we call to the Father and we let him know that we need him, that we want his help, that we realize that he has only been good to us. He is a gracious, loving father that only wants good for his children. He wants that so much that he provided us with his divine wisdom. And wisdom, she stands there. She stands at the gate and she cries out. And if you don't want to go through the gate, you want another way around, she stands at the pathway, even when we're trying to take shortcuts. Hey, isn't that something? When we decided in our minds we're not going to do it the right way, that we're going to take a shortcut, she stands right there and she said, hey, 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 you're trying to take a shortcut. Listen to me. Go back. Do it the right way. Do it the way God has told you to do it. Don't try to get over on people. Don't try to cheat people. Because, see, wisdom says she has integrity. Wisdom, she refuses. She refuses to be associated with evilness and deceitfulness. She refuses that. So when we try to do it that way, she is not with us. But she will stand there at that pathway where we're trying to take a shortcut. And she'll let us know, you're trying to do it that way. You're going to only have to do it over. It's going to cost you in the end. It's going to cost you more in the end. You know why? Listen to what Job said, Job 12 and 13. With him are wisdom and might. To him belong counsel and understanding. Wisdom will counsel us. Wisdom will let us know, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But it'll still be our choice if we do it or not. And so, you know, I come to you. I share with you tonight some of the attributes of God. One of them, which is wisdom, one of his wonderful characteristics that he has chosen to share with his children. He's chosen to allow us to partake of his wisdom, to be counseled by his wisdom, and to gain understanding through his wisdom. But it's really up to us. The choice is up to each and every individual. We have to make a decision. We have to. We have to decide what will it be. 
Will we trust God's wisdom? Will we give wisdom a chance to help us make this decision today? Will we? Listen what God says in Deuteronomy 30 and 19. He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. I'm telling you, we have a choice to make that both thou and thy seed may live. Not only will the decision we make affect our lives, but it will affect the lives of our seed and their seed. When our children see us, making decisions off the cuff, not allowing God's wisdom to counsel us, not allowing the wisdom of God to show us the way to go, they begin to make decisions like that. And they begin to fall in the same pitfalls that we have. But I want you to know, things, and I learned this in my lifetime, you are never too old to learn. You're never too old. You're never too old to change. I'm not going to say I have always made good decisions because I haven't. But oh, the day came when God told me he would help me and he would give me wisdom from on high. But it's always been up to me if I would accept, if I would receive his wisdom. I had to make a choice. And that choice that I made affected not only me, but it affected my children. And today, it's affecting my grandchildren. I want it to be something positive affecting me. So I turned to wisdom. I turned to wisdom. Because she has been here from the beginning of time. She has much more experience than I do. And for me to be able to partake of the experiences that she has had with God, and I can use that in my life, oh, what a precious gift from God. And so tonight, even as I bring it to a close, I just want you to remember I want you to remember Proverbs 3.19 The Lord by wisdom founded the earth by understanding he established the heavens and that same wisdom is here to help us now partake of her accept her love her let her know that she is needed in your life. And I, one last thing I want to say to you, because God told me today to challenge each and every one of you to read this chapter. Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, the eighth chapter, the entire chapter. Read it for 21 days. Allow it to minister to you in your life. 
in every aspect of your life. I beseech you, I beg you, brothers and sisters in Christ, to read. Because I guarantee you, it's going to be a blessing to you. It is going to bless you. It is going to open your eyes, your heart, and your understanding. Read this chapter. And every day, read it as though it's your first time reading it. We love you. We thank God for your attention tonight. And what we're going to do is get ready to close out the recording. But we are going to stay on the line for comments and any prayer requests. Thank you.